Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some tech terms, some tech slang, some slang de la tecnología in English, right? So we're talking about web development, coding, IT, information technology, data science, and everything in between, right? Now, I'm not even going to be talking about all of the acronyms, right? The three-letter acronyms and all of those things. There are like millions of them, right? That's a whole other episode. I'm going to, well, I do have a few in this actually, but basically this is going to be an episode with about maybe 20. I think I've got about 20 on the list here. Maybe 25, there's a lot of technological terms in English that you may or may not have heard with a little bit of explanations in Espanol for a couple of them. Now, some of them I'm reading the description like verbatim. Verbatim means like exactamente según el artículo because I looked up some of these in a couple of articles. It's funny because sometimes you realize even though you know what something means, describing it is very, very difficult. I know what some of these words mean mean but I'm like well almost all of them but I'm like I don't know if I can describe that properly so what better way to describe it properly than copy and paste but I'm putting the links in the show description uh, so you can check out the articles as well and they cannot sue me for plagiarism or whatever they would do to me legally for copying and pasting and then saying out loud what they said in the article you get my point anyway Links to those are in the show notes. Let's get started. These are in alphabetical order, orden alfabetica. Vámonos. So the first one is affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing is basically when you make money. Well, I can't describe it well in my head, which is why I put the definition here. Affiliate marketing is a strategy where businesses reward individual affiliates, people or organizations outside the business, for bringing in new customers or visitors through ads or content on the affiliate's website. Affiliates receive payments or product discounts based on the number of customers they generate. And there's a little bit more, but you get the point. So that's affiliate marketing. Very popular these days, especially with social media and all sorts of internet sales. Then we've got AI or artificial intelligence. So artificial intelligence, I think everybody knows what that means, but inteligencia artificial. If you want to learn more about it, check out our previous episode with Dr. Faisal Al-Mutairi, who has a PhD in data science. There is a slight difference between AI and machine learning. Machine learning or deep learning. Well, I don't think those are exactly the same thing either, but they are branches of artificial intelligence. 
And then, of course, data science is a slightly different thing. What about back end versus front end? So when we say back end, back end means the code, the computer code that runs what is not seen by the users, right? So you might be using programming languages like Python and I don't know what else, but the things that make a software system or even a website work in the areas that the user doesn't see. And then the front end is the code that is in general what the user sees. So the front end code for websites uses like HTML and CSS. That's what creates the things the user sees, the buttons on the website, the words, the pictures, etc., etc. So back end versus front end. Now here's a term, big data. Big data. Okay, well, I hear this one too, and I'm like, okay, what do you mean by that exactly? So big data, quote unquote, is a term for collections of data that are so large they can't be processed through traditional data processing systems. These collections come from sources like mobile devices, emails, search keywords, user database information, applications, and servers, etc., etc., etc. Basically, companies identify consumer patterns and use them to predict and optimize their business. Okay, the next one I've got in here is cash. So that's not to be confused with cash like efectivo, and it's also not to be confused like catch with atrapar una pelota, right? So cash, C-A-C-H-E. So that's basically when a web browser stores something like either images or fonts or anything that you've input, how do I describe it? Um, to make it load faster the next time. Like your browser stores some of this information, that way it doesn't have to reload everything next time. Next word is coder. So a coder is basically just a developer, a web developer, un desarrollador, but sometimes we say coder because they write code. Sometimes they write code from scratch. From scratch means they do not use a template. We'll talk about templates more towards the end here. But from scratch means como desde cero. Sin usar ningún templado, they have to write a lot more code because they write literally every word instead of using someone else's template. So what about content creation, or excuse me, content curation? We all know what content creation is, right? You create content, crear contenido. To curate or curar contenido is basically when you have, for example, a social media website uh, that presents a topic or information that's specific to a user's area of interest. Okay, so they curate it for you. They make it special for you as a user. Then we have conversion or conversion rates, which is basically the number of people that use your site that you can turn into customers, right? So you convert followers into customers. Then we have cookies, cookies, galletas, ¿verdad? Cookies, we're not talking about sweets here. So cookies are basically small pieces of information that the web server sends to your computer when you browse certain websites, right? And so they're stored, I'm reading verbatim here, they are stored as text files on your hard drive so servers can access them when you return to websites you visited before and serve you personalized information.
Next one is CTA, call to action. So a call to action is basically when you ask a visitor to do something. Like in social media, well, a call to action will be like, visit our website to sign up today. By the way, if you haven't signed up for a Keep Talking membership yet, you should check out our Instagram page, check out the website, keeptalking.co, you get the point. All right, there's a call to action in every one of these podcasts. Next term is dev, dev, D-E-V, which is short for development. So desarrollo web, dev. Like, yeah, man, are you in dev? Yeah, yeah, I work in dev. They might even say, like, he's a dev. I think they just still say he's a developer, he's a coder, but dev, web dev, development. Next one is engagement. So this is basically like the likes, shares, comments, and interactions with a post on social media. Mucho engagement por ahí en las redes. Next one is hotspot. So a hotspot is in general a spot where they have a lot of good Wi-Fi networks. Like people go there to access the Wi-Fi. It's a Wi-Fi hotspot. Next one is influencer. Influencer, right? Influencers are people who influence, supposedly, supuestamente, no sé si su influencia es, es buena siempre, pero influyen, ¿verdad? En la cultura y en las personas que, que lo siguen en las redes. Influencers basically have a strong presence on social media and they use their platform to influence people's, their opinions, their behavior, etc., etc. And then you have IT, information technology. So information technology is basically like, uh, how do I describe it? setting up all of the technology used by a company, etc., etc. You'll hear the term IT support a lot. IT support. The next one is keywords. So keywords, you've probably heard this as well, but whenever you're searching anything on the internet or whenever you're, let's say, building a website, you're going to want to have the important keywords in the description of your website. That way, when users go on the internet and search, they'll be able to find your website based on the keywords that they type into Google. Next term is organic, organic. So we're not talking about food here. Of course, organic food is food that comes like more from nature, right? But on the internet, organic content is social media content, for example, that um, is, is not via paid promotion, right? That comes like originally from the source, from the person who produced it, right? The next word is Photoshop. So Photoshop, so they have Adobe Photoshop, which is like a fancy design studio thing. And the word Photoshop itself has actually become, it's become like a verb, like, hey, can you Photoshop that to make it look really cool? So everyone is Photoshopping things now. Like whenever we post something on Instagram, for example, everybody's Photoshopping. I mean, in a way, when people use filters and things like that, they're sort of Photoshopping things to make things look good. Next word is reach. So reach, quote unquote, is a measure of your potential social media audience size. It's the number of people who have access to your content, um, although it does not measure whether or not the content was actually viewed, if that makes sense. Although I don't know if I like that, that definition because I'm pretty sure when I've analyzed Instagram statistic, reach means the people that it reached. Or viewed well then there's also this thing called impressions like it's like did someone an impression is when someone sees it like when your content pops up in someone's feed heck that's another thing there's there's tons of terms o sea en cada frase que yo digo hay como cinco nuevos términos pero 
feed. The feed is like, not to be confused with alimentación, but the feed is like the content that you receive that is given to you by the algorithms. Anyway, reach is how many people your content reaches. Then we have SEO, search engine optimization. I believe we've talked about this before, but SEO, that way your website or your content can show up well in Google. The next one is spam or spamming. I think we know what spam is. Spam is content that's trying to like trick you into buying something or doing something or just garbage content. Basura, que quiere engañarte, que te quiere vender algo, que es una mierda, no sé qué, ¿verdad? Next one is template. So a template or template, some people pronounce it like template. I say template. Anyway, these are things like, for example, with a website, you might use a WordPress template instead of building an entire code from scratch. So a template is some, uh, well, is something that someone else has built previously that can be used by other people. You know, they've written a code, they've, they've written code that is used for a template. That way you don't have to design everything. And this, uh, like this idea of templates or themes is common in web development and common in like design. You'll see it with like, <clears throat> like Canva, for example, has a lot of templates that you can use. If you want to build or if you want to make different social media posts, they have templates. Canva is a great website, by the way. I love it. Next one is thread. Now, thread is a funny word. I don't know how they got this term, but basically a thread in common English means like when you're, when you're sewing things, right? Cuando estés cosiendo cosas, right? Cuando, o sea, coser. Like you use thread to do that. You use a piece of thread. Um, so it's like arts and crafts. But in technology now, a thread means like a long string of comments, paragraphs, etc., etc. So, for example, like, yeah, I read the entire thread. O sea, yo leí el post y también todos los comentarios. The whole thread. And the next one is UX UI. So UX is user experience, la experiencia del usuario. And UI is user interface, el interfaz. Del usuario. I think they say interfaz in Espanol. I don't know. And then the last one I've got on here is VPN. So a VPN is a virtual private network. To give you the verbatim definition, networks that allow public internet connections to be used as private networks as a means of improving security. When you use a public Wi-Fi network, for instance, your device and data are theoretically accessible by everyone else on the network. When using a VPN, you're still able to access the internet through the public network, but are shielded by the VPN. VPNs can be set up through some web browsers or can be accessed through paid monthly services. All right, talkers, and that is all I've got. Like I said, the two articles, they've got like a total of 150 tech terms or expressions will be in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website keeptalking.co to join our community and learn more.